hey, how we doing on this April the 28th, 2022? It is, this is the Doc Washburn show. Obviously, this is not Doc Washburn. It's Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn as he is on the trail, hot and heavy. And, uh, actually a couple of us were out tonight going one direction. He was going the other. And so, uh, but here we are. Uh, I know it's uh, close to midnight in, uh, some of your, uh, areas, uh, on, on the Eastern time, in the Eastern time zone. Uh, it is coming up on 11 o'clock here. Um, but, uh, so most of you will watch this tomorrow anyway. Thank you for all the great, uh, support we've been getting. Thank you to our wonderful advertisers, Red River Your Way, Justin Minton Law, uh, uh, MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, Jonathan Presswood over at Edwards Jones Investments, uh, and TurnMyPowerOn.com the uh, Central Arkansas Cervical, uh, Upper Cervical Center. Thank you so much for you guys, and thank you for being a part of what we're doing. We've got a great show lined up for you, and uh, whenever you listen to it, uh, that'll be fine. Uh, I, I'm one of those guys I love delving into uh, the what-ifs, and uh, I just love possibility thinking and uh, I'm going to run a few things by you here tonight. We're going to have a lot of uh, fun. And uh, I'm going to give you some things to think about tonight that I think can really, really, that, that make a lot of sense, quite honestly. Um, uh, by the way, I, um, uh, let me see if I can pull this up. I, I had a article that is kind of connected to what I want to talk about tonight. What I want to talk about tonight is the possibility of Donald Trump becoming Speaker of the House. Now, I, I want you just to hang with me, hang with the thought. Don't don't judge me as nuts. Don't judge me as crazy, uh, because uh, if you think I'm crazy with with that, uh, where I finish up, you're really going to think I'm bonkers. But but just hear me out. Uh, think about it, and then uh, while I'm looking for this um, for this article. Uh, and, and I'll be able to find it because I'm, I've been doing a lot of, uh, I've, I've sent it to a lot of people. So, uh, it's going to be fairly easy to find. But, uh, I want you to think about something with me while I'm, while I'm finding this. And that is think about every time that Donald Trump has been seemingly defeated. So, uh, and think about how many times this has happened. Seemingly defeated, seemingly underestimated, whatever. And think about time after time after time, what ends up happening, uh, and, and what, what the final results is. It's almost like every single time, uh, Donald Trump ends up, um, he, 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 <laughs> he ends up becoming um, just, you know, a, um, uh, he, he ends up winning, I guess is, is, is what I need to say. He ends up winning. Um, and, and what I'm going to share with you tonight, I'm going to play you a few clips. I'm going to read you a few articles. I, I think I posted on the Dot Washburn Show Facebook page an article. I believe it was in the Intelligencer. Uh, I'll, I'll double check that. I, I did have the name, uh, of the gentleman that wrote the article. 
I should have linked there, but I will put the link on the Facebook page. Make sure that I give him credit. Uh, that's not where I started out with this. I just used that really uh, as a, a teaser, uh, the picture, because I thought it was kind of a cool picture. Um, but, but the article I'm getting ready to give you now, some of you have seen this, you've read it, uh, and I'm not going to read all of it because I think it's, you know, uh, one, uh, I think you can, uh, you can go and find it. Uh, let, let me, let me see if I can find it for you. I, I found the article, but let me, I mean, I found my copy of it, but I want to find where this first article that I'm going to read to you because this is connected. See, I think the um, how can I put this? The absurdity of Joe Biden winning the the immense frustration, uh, frustration that we have felt um, the absolute violation that we have felt uh, the utter feeling of defeat that we have felt and then the grievous thievery and just, you know, it's, it's kind of like the feeling people must feel when their house just gets wiped out when they're on vacation or their car window gets punched out and they just take everything in the car or, or whatever in their business, you know, just gets wiped out. People bring in a U-Haul. And that's how we felt after, uh, November the 3rd of, of, uh, 2020. Um, and, and as, you know, and the, and the Democrats danced in the streets and men, they laughed and, and they knew what they did. Listen, if you have any doubt, uh, you, you gotta just watch the trailer of, uh, 2000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, but what I want to do, uh, tonight, I, I'm going to start with the 10 indisputable. This is in the Western, uh, the Western Journal. Uh, WesternJournal.com is where it is. It's, it's pretty old. Uh, it's actually July of 2021. Uh, but it's, uh, uh, General Flynn's, uh, 10 indisputable facts on the 2020 election. I, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this. I am going to spend a few minutes on it because it, it's good for me to remind myself because, you know, I'm getting caught up in this just like you can say, you know, election was stolen. And then, uh, and, and I see a lot of stuff where, uh, I, I, I feel, you know, very strong that it was stolen. No doubt about it. Uh, but it's always good for us to have good, uh, hard evidence and good evidence, hard evidence that you can easily disseminate and then pass on to people who may or may not believe that. Uh, I had that experience this week with a newspaper reporter and I sent over to the newspaper reporter these, uh, uh what I'm going to give you tonight. I'm not going to do all this in detail because you can go to westernjournal.com, uh, look up General Flynn's exclusive, uh, 10 indisputable facts on the 2020 election that argue for audits. Uh, and, uh, what I'm going to parlay or connect is how clearly that election was stolen. So when I start talking about what tonight's uh, show is about, uh, you're going to go, okay, well, A, what uh, what you're talking about has none of those components, has none of the dishonesty, has none of the, uh, uh, none of the, uh, you know, uh, betrayal, none of the, 
uh, crime-ridden elements that the stolen election had. And, uh, and, and when I finish, uh, because see, here's the thing, let me back up a moment and say this, you know, we could, we could do something illegal or we could do something immoral or we could do something, uh, that's unethical, uh, and get back what is rightfully ours. But is that really what we want to do? I don't, I don't, I don't, and I don't think we do. But what if you could get back what was legally yours and it would be very crafty, it would be very creative, but not illegal and not not unethical. Then that's what I'm talking about. And that's what I'm going to talk about here tonight. I'm 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 just so excited to talk about this. Before I do that, I want to and I hadn't planned to do this, but I think it'd be a good thing. I want to go back and I want to uh revisit uh how strong a case there is for uh election theft and i want to include and i want to encourage you uh, i'll try to do that if you will go to 2000mules.com 2000mules.com you can go there and buy tickets uh we're not being paid by them i just think it's a wonderful thing that Dinesh D'Souza's doing, 2000mules.com. Let them know that you heard this on the Doc Washburn show. Um, that would mean the world to us. Uh, but we're not being paid by them. We just think it's a movie that everybody should see. Uh, for some of you that may not know, Doc Washburn is running for governor. And uh, we're even trying to buy uh, ad space uh, on uh, – uh, on the, hey Terry, good to see you, uh, WW. Uh, and so, uh, good to see, uh, see Richardson Judo, good to see you here tonight. Um, so, uh, we're, we're trying to buy ad space on the, um, man, I'm glad you're here, uh, on the movie itself, uh, for the state of Arkansas. But go to 2000mules.com and, Look to where you can, uh, you can find the movie in a theater, um, uh, or, uh, you can, you can watch it on Rumble, I believe, and buy a ticket to watch it on Rumble. Um, and so, uh, and that's, that's, I'm sure that's what I will do, um, uh, is, is, uh, uh, just watch it, you know, on Rumble or whatever. But, but I want to, I, I want to go back because I read, I was actually getting this, information together for a uh, a questionnaire that I was filling out for Doc uh, about why he thought the election was stolen. And I stumbled on this. I was looking for some facts that were easily disseminated, easily uh, passed on to someone else uh, and were very understandable and didn't sound like conspiracy, but they were just Facts. You know, somebody said one time that facts get in the way of a good story. Um, and so, uh, number one, uh, what are the fo- what follows of the true facts around the November 3rd, 2020 United States president presidential election? Uh, number one, bellwether counties in 2020, former president Donald J. Trump carried 18 of the 19 bellwether counties, losing only, uh, Callum County wash in Washington state. The term bellwether is the political arena in the political arena refers to a county or state that aligns itself with ultimate the ultimate winner of an election. 
Political realignments, gerrymandering of districts, for instance, can cause some counties or states to lose bellwether status over time. From 1980 to 2016, 19 counties, most of them industrial counties in the northern and midwestern United States, voted for the winner of all 10 presidential elections. Additionally, since 1936, a key bellwether county, uh, Luzerne County of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, has gone to the winner of Pennsylvania regardless of party. In 2016 and 2020, Trump won that county handily. Any Republican winning Luzerne County in that time frame since 1936 has never failed to carry the state of Michigan. Listen, so that right there tells me Donald Trump won 18 of 19 bellwether counties. Okay, uh, Truth Warrior, good to see you here tonight. Not only is it bellwether counties, for those of you just joining, I'm telling you the 10, I'm going to probably not read all 10, but I'm going to give you uh, some facts uh, how it is indisputable that Donald Trump won the election because that's setting things up for me to tell you how we can regain uh, the presidency that rightfully belongs to us and do it constitutionally, how we can do it ethically and we can do it morally and we can do it without being uh, a criminal like the Democrats. Uh, not only are there bellwether counties of whom Donald Trump won 18 of 19, but also there are bellwether states. In 2020, Trump carried four vital bellwether states, Ohio, Iowa, North Carolina, and Florida. These states represent a strong base of, con of consisting of urban, suburban, rural union, and ethnic minority voters. Additionally, these states have been won by the same candidate, get this, 13 times since 1896, and every single time that candidate won either the presidency or re-election. Sam and YHIX, good to see you guys. Bellwether states also come in and out of existence with demographic realignments. For instance, in 2000, George W. Bush became the first Republican to win their presidency without carrying Vermont or Illinois. On all but two occasions since 1896, Ohio's electoral, electoral votes went to the ultimate winner of the presidency. Trump overwhelmingly won Ohio in 2020, yet, and I'm using air quotes, lost the election. Uh, the third fact is the share of primary voters. So this is before he faced Biden. This is before Biden faced President Trump. Share of primary votes during the primary election is a way to judge the outcome of a presidential election. Listen to this. Since 1912, only four incumbents have lost re-election. Now, I want you to remember this. Uh, it, since 1912, only four incumbents have lost re-election, all garnering 72.8% of the primary vote or less. So in their primary, they were weak. They got 72.8% or less of the vote in their primary, whether it was Democrats or Republicans, okay? Herbert Hoover lost in 1932 after earning 36% of the Republican primaries. Gerald Ford lost in 1976 after earning 53% of the primaries. Jimmy Carter 
a Democratic incumbent lost in 1980 after only earning 51% in the primary, in his Democratic primary. And then George H.W. Bush lost in 1992 after earning 72.8% of the primary. And so the whole fact here is if you're weak in the primary, uh, it is a great indicator uh, if you are what we say 70 if you're under 72.8 percent uh, or, or below, uh, you and, and usually it's much, much less. George W. Bush was the high point, got 72.8 percent in his primary and still lost. But it's only happened four times since 1912. The most dominant Republican landslide reelection in this time frame uh, was won by Dwight Eisenhower in 1956. Stay with me. In 1956, Dwight Eisenhower got 85.9, let's call it 86% of the Republican primary share of the vote. Richard, Richard Nixon got 87, 86.9, 87% of the vote. And Ronald Reagan got 98.8% of the vote. Okay, so Dwight Eisenhower won with 85 Richard Nixon won with 86. Ronald Reagan won with 98.8. Donald Trump won his primary with 94% of the vote. In contrast, Joe Biden was trounced in the, in the 2020 Democratic primaries in Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. The traditional indicators of general election viability, his running mate Kamala Harris had to drop out before the primary voting even began. That's how weak she was. So those are uh, three powerful, powerful indicators in my mind of, of uh, again, reminding us of how terribly weak uh, Joe Biden was, how incredibly strong uh, President uh, Trump was, uh, during this time, uh, yet some way, somehow, but this is all leading up to something. So you hang with me because it's all leading up to, uh, how, uh, we can get back what is rightfully ours and we can do it. We can do it constitutionally. Uh, we can, somebody said, well, there's no constitutional, uh, th there's no constitutional remedy, but there is, uh, and, we're going to tell you all about it here in just a little bit. I'm going to maybe give you a few more of those pointers from, uh, but you can always read those. So I may do a couple more of those. Then I want to delve right into uh, how Trump can win the Speaker of the House. But then I want to spend, because I spent a little time on that the other day. I want to spend the bulk of my time what happens after he becomes Speaker of the House. Before I do that, I want to. You try to buy a car recently? You realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. 
But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton, Make sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today. All right. And again, just a reminder, all of our uh, supporters or advertisers are on our website. You need to go to docwashburnshow.com and all of those, uh, uh, logos are, are links and you can just click on there and go right to our advertisers. Again, thank you so much for, uh, giving us just a moment here to, uh, pay a few bills. We really, really appreciate that so, so very much. So tonight we're talking about the possibilities of Donald Trump becoming the Speaker of the House. Now, uh, some are you going to say, and people that listen to this later is going to say, uh, well, Donald Trump has said he didn't want to be Speaker of the House. Okay. All right. That's, that's, uh, that's legit. That's, you know, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, others have said, uh, you know, if he was going to be Speaker of the House, uh, he should have ran for Congress. Uh, I, I can see where you would say that. Uh, but the only problem with that, hey, Chris, good to see you tonight. Um, absolutely, Biden stole it. Uh, Sonny, good to see you tonight. Sheila, good to see you tonight. Good to see you guys here. Just love having all of you on here with us. Um, we're talking about Donald Trump becoming the Speaker of the House, but it not ending there. We're talking about as, as radical as that seems, how radical was stealing an election? Uh, I read to you, if you'll go to westernjournal.com, look up Flynn's exclusive on the 10 uh, ways uh, or 10 facts that uh, makes it clear that the election was stolen. Folks, this is not Republican talking points. 
These are hardcore historical facts that Donald Trump got uh, the second most uh, primary votes uh, in Republican history and in, in any recent history, at least. Uh, and multiple others had gotten much less votes in a primary than him. And uh, he won all, all but one Bellwether County, 18 out of 19. He won uh, all the Bellwether states and uh, still lost. And, and so anyway, um, so we're talking about tonight. Uh, you know, people talked about it. In fact, um, Peter Navarro talked about it, talked about how that, uh, you know, uh, Mike Pence keeps saying and, and says this over and over. Uh, which is a ball-faced lie. You know, he says that, well, uh, Trump, you know, had, uh, Trump wanted him to do something that he didn't want to do. Uh, Trump was asking him to do something that was illegal. Trump was asking him to overturn the, turn the election. That is not what President Trump asked him to do. Uh, Peter Navarro goes in and talks about how that the, uh, what January the 6th was supposed to have been was to bring all the evidence out, uh, to the, the, uh, to, to the, to, to the legislature. And, and Mike Pence, uh, betrayed, uh, Donald Trump. In fact, that's just, just side note real quick. That's one of the main reasons that, that Doc Washburn, who had no desire to run for governor, decided to jump in because not only does Mike Pence betray Donald Trump, but then uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was Donald Trump's spokesperson, goes to Indiana and raises money with Mike Pence. And and, and Doc says, uh-uh, I, I'm, I can't let that pass. I can't. You know, I know the other two dropped out, Tim Griffin and Leslie Rutledge, but listen, that this can't be. And then she endorses uh, Trump hating French Hill and Trump hating John Bozeman. And Doc says, no, th- this is not happening. And that's how, that's how Doc got in this race. That's why I'm sitting here tonight and it's not Doc. He's out on the road. Um, and so do you remember? I, I keep going back to this, but I'm telling you, uh, and even people that were not on Twitter, people don't understand. I uh, said, well, I know people that are not even on Twitter, but they're excited about. Uh, Elon Musk uh, 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 buying Twitter was well, because we love liberty and we hate oppression and we hate one side, whether it's uh, our side or the other side, uh, our voice is being snuffed out. And that's not that's not a free society. Um, if, if you had a uh, I'm just telling you, if Twitter or Facebook would not let people on the left give their opinion or if I'm with somebody and they won't let somebody that disagrees with me uh, state their opinion, I, I, I'm not happy with that. I don't like that. Um, and so, uh, you know, it is so clear that that this but, but this feeling of euphoria that we are feeling uh, is similar to the euphoria we felt when Donald Trump won in 2016 after February the 13th, when it looked like Hillary was the shoe in, Justice Scalia just passed away and said, man, this is, this is, this is the end of all, of it. This is the end of our nation. It's, we're done for. 
And then Donald Trump rises out of the ashes. He wins the primary and he becomes president and defies all the odds. You remember that? You remember every time, whether it was Ukraine or whether it was impeachment or whether it was the golden showers or whether it was uh, the, the bank, uh, supposedly the bank scandal or it was the Trump Tower uh, scandal, you know, all these generated manufactured scandals by the FBI, no less, January 6th scandal, uh, and Trump always bounces back. All right. So Trump loses. And I'm using air quotes here because he didn't lose. It was stolen, plain and simple. Um, he loses this election, at least in the eyes of people. And the left would say, oh, man, if he did anything to get back in there, it'd be treason. It, you know, they would howl at the moon, ignoring the 2000 mules, ignoring all the the facts, the the three facts I read to you from General Flynn's article at the West, WesternJournal.com, the ten facts that Donald Trump indeed won the election. Uh, but but what if Trump, President Trump, could uh, get uh, uh, make his way in as the speaker? Of the House. Now, a lot of people, when the filing period went by and he didn't file to, um, he, he didn't file to uh, run for office. And I, I never was comfortable with that because one, I felt like, you know, that would, unless it was a Democrat or some rhino, that if it was a good, solid conservative in that particular district that he lives in. And I, I think one time I even tried to look up who, who actually uh, is, is the representative in that district. And it seemed like it was someone that was more marginal, but I could be wrong. Um, but I never felt good about that. I, I, I was, you know, and then I was listening to a scholar the other day, and you've heard this before that you do not have to be a, a member of the House of Representatives to be the Speaker of the House. It doesn't say you don't have to be. But it doesn't say you have to be it, the, the actual the actual Constitution is silent on that matter. And so ironically, we keep hearing a st- election can be stolen, but there's no recourse for the person who the thievery has been perpetrated upon. But that's simply not true. Because, and maybe maybe that is why. The founders said that about the speaker. And, and someone asked me tonight, we were traveling, uh, Jeremiah and I were traveling, uh, back from, uh, I was a guest, uh, speaker or surrogate speaker for Doc at, uh, up in Logan County and, uh, and here in Arkansas. And, uh, he said, you think President Trump has thought about this? And I said, man, President Trump has thought about this from 400, ways from Sunday. He has examined it every way possible. Uh, and then, listen, you don't think, you think it's a coincidence that the audio that leaked out of Kevin McCarthy and Liz Cheney about him undermining President Trump uh, was an accident. And then more has leaked out. You think that's all of it? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You think that's all that's going to happen? No. 
Uh, so stay with me, stay with me, because this gets better and better and better. Uh, remember, we were supposed to have a hearing on January the 6th. That's what January the 6th was all about. Uh, it was President Trump never asked Mike Pence to uh, to not certify the electors. You know what he asked him to do? He asked him to do what the Commonwealth, the Senate pro tem of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania sent a letter requesting Mike Pence to send those Biden electors back to the Commonwealth because they had evidence that they were uh, they were uh, illegitimate. And and Pence ignored that all the evidence that was going to be presented that day. Uh, he he rejected that because he had his own ambition. It didn't just start with January the 6th. Go back and read Emerald Robinson's uh, article on Substack about Mark Short, M-A-R-C, Mark Short. Mark Short was so bad, was so devious, was such a betrayer of President Trump that it finally got to the point a few weeks or months before uh, the end of President Trump's first term, Mark Short's credentials were canceled. He comes in, tries to get in the White House, and his badge won't work to get in the White House. He's sitting out on the on the lot in the on the lawn, calling into the White House, wanting to know why he no longer has credentials, and he was uh, uh, summarily uh, escorted off of the premises. And and you don't hear a lot about all of this, but uh, what if President Trump? had a moment like January the 6th, but he got another opportunity. That's what I want you to think about, all right? Just hang in there with me a moment, and uh, we'll be right back. We talk a lot about pushing back against the overreach of the federal government. What better example would there be than Obamacare? Are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare? The so-called Affordable Care Act. Make your health care more expensive. Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you need to go to a website called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, Affordable Plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums. Personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. And then that big, beautiful red button that says schedule, call now. You click on the red button, you book a free consultation with my friend, Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage, and he also makes sure that your personalized health coverage gives you a plan that doesn't force you to cover things like abortion, horrible things which would deeply offend your deeply held religious beliefs. My FamilyHealthPlan.com, affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Click the big red button, schedule a call now, book a free consultation with Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. 
He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement? Call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Uh, Richardson, I totally understand. I said I really enjoy the live show, but I got to work in the morning, so I'll catch the rest later. And uh, uh, thank you, uh, uh, Sony. Sonia, I'm sorry. So uh, thankful So uh, for you. So stay with me here just a moment. Uh, so, you know, that's the thing about Republicans. I, I told you yesterday, Republicans play not to lose. Uh, we we want to play by the rules. The Democrats are breaking bottles and trying to cut our throat. And we're sitting here fighting with boxing gloves on. That's the... That's the analogy because we, we, we like to play by the rules. We like to do the right thing. But what if there were a way that President Trump, what if the founders actually had this in mind that, uh, and that's why they didn't put in the, uh, the constitution that, um, the Speaker of the House had to be a member of Congress. And what if President Trump uh, was putting together the votes, and that's part of the strategy with Kevin McCarthy, these, this audio leaking out, being tremendously devastating, and leaking out no less, he's talking to the traitor of traitors, Liz Cheney. And what if President Trump is getting the votes together to become Speaker of the House? But I'm going to tell you, and you know and I know, that is not where President Trump belongs nor is where that is not where he wants to be. It is a necessary first step to be put back where he belongs. And so what if uh, on January the 6th, Michael Pence had all the information. In fact, if you go back and you read the Navarro report with Peter Navarro, if you go back and look up some of the YouTube uh, with, uh, uh, Steve Bannon, you look it up with Peter Navarro, you will see that Mike Pence was given information that was very damaging to the Democrats. But he didn't use it. And the reason he didn't use it is because the whole time he was plotting with the Democrats 
against President Trump and against us. And so that's why he could get get up and ball face lie and say President Trump asked him to negate the uh, election. That is not what he asked him to do. But but I digress. What if President Trump is putting together the votes? He becomes Speaker of the House. Once he becomes Speaker of the House, there now is a trial. And listen, folks, I have no doubt, A, that the election was stolen, B, that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden had uh, a lot to do with it and knew about it. And I believe there is proof that they knew about it. I believe there is uh, concrete proof. I believe there's proof that not only did Obama know about it, and this is all this is all speculation here on these three, but how could they not when they were the principals, Obama behind the scenes, I think he was actually the mastermind. I think Brennan knew about it. I think Clapper knew about it. I think the FBI knew about it. I think the CIA knew about it. Because they were trying to get rid, I believe the establishment knew about it. Now I don't know necessarily that Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy and, and, and the, the leaders, uh, knew, uh, to the degree or, but, but th- they would have to be really, really dense not to see, uh, what General Flynn talks about in his 10 points. But did they have knowledge prior? Did they know what was happening? I, I, I doubt it. Um, and, and maybe it was just for uh, plausible deniability. I, I do not know. But but once President Trump is uh, is voted in as Speaker of the House, now he has the power and the purse of the House and the uh, ability to bring to trial Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and Barack Obama. But particularly at this point, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for their role, not to mention Joe Biden's role in all the shenanigans with Hunter Biden. But certainly there is enough there. uh, And again, this is speculation to impeach and remove Joe Biden. There is enough to impeach and remove uh, Kamala Harris. And then at this point, if Joe Biden is no longer in office and Kamala Harris is no longer in office, then you figured it out. You know who the next in line to ascend to the presidency is none other than Donald J. Trump. Now, my good friend Jeremiah on our trip back from Logan County had a couple of wonderful, wonderful points that he made as I was uh, giving him my um my theory, and uh, I, I think uh, the, the points are phenomenal points. I think there are things that we need to consider. And, and you talk about Christmas in November. You talk about the sunshine again. I, I, I've said for years, uh, for several years now, every time somebody, whether it was the Lincoln Project uh, and, and William Crystal, or it was Jonah Goldberg, or it was Eric Erickson, or if it was, uh, uh, the, um, all the, the pollsters, George Conway, um, 
whomever it may have been, when they attack Donald Trump, I call it the Trump boomerang. They they throw something at him, it comes back and just hits them right between the eyes. And I see this, uh, they, they stole an election from him, and I believe he has been biding his time. And I'm going to tell you, um, Jeremiah brought up a couple of phenomenal points that I want to give to you. I'm going to do one more advertisement, and then we're done with advertisements. I'm going to spend the rest of the time, other than our tweet of the day, I'm going to spend the rest of the time exploring this. And I, I can't wait to you hear the two points that he made. I think they'll make just as much sense to you as they did to me. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema. Problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system, and yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. You're outside central Arkansas. Go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. And click on find a doctor near you. And I sure hope you can. I sure hope you can as well. Um, so we're exploring the possibilities of Donald Trump now becoming Speaker of the House. Now, I know Donald Trump has said, I don't want to be Speaker of the House. I know uh, Donald Trump is the master at um, surprise. He's the master at planning. Uh, again, as the old saying goes, he's playing uh, ch- uh, chess when everyone else is playing checkers. Um, and, and don't think for a moment that, you know, and, and you heard uh, that this is over and you've heard people saying, say, well, you know, it's, it's done. It's, it's, it's over. But, uh, the more I am, uh, familiar and I, I make myself familiar with the constitution and how our founders put it together, I am convinced it was such a God thing because it is, it is, I know they were very brilliant men, but the, the brilliance goes beyond human uh, reasoning. Uh, th- this is a great example. A year after the, the presidency or two, it'll be two years after the presidency was stolen. Um, uh, now there is there is a remedy, and the remedy is the person who had the election stolen 
can be inserted as the Speaker of the House who has the power, just so happens, not in the Senate, but in the House, they have the power of the purse and they have the power of investigation and they have the power of impeachment. Now, some would say, well, you know, President Trump can't impeach people so that he can take their office. But when he shows the evidence that he's going to show and that he was rightfully the president to begin with, I think very few people are going to have a problem. Plus, don't ever forget this. I don't believe there were over, uh, I don't know, 60 million tops people voted for Joe Biden. I don't think it was that many. I really don't. Um, and so the, the vast majority of the United States would fully embrace Donald Trump because they voted for him. Now, here's the things that Jeremiah brought up that I thought was just brilliant. And that is, what is this two years? What is it done? What is this two years? What if, what if we could have got this all situated during, um, on January the 6th? But one, it would be all this pushback. Oh, Trump's just a sort of loser, blah, blah, blah. But you look at all the investigation has had time and but here's a bigger part, and here's what Jeremiah brought out, and I thought it was just genius, is what has happened. Notice all the Republicans that were all Trump, and boy, they were President Trump, and then the minute uh, it looked like he was not the winner, uh, at first they were kind of like, you know, we need to check this out. And then with each subsequent day, what happened, they dropped like flies. Tom Cotton, my own uh, the, uh, state senator, junior senator from the state of Arkansas, he was a big Trump fan, was on Fox, always defending Trump. But the minute he was out of the way, he was exposed. Ted Cruz, who is my original uh, choice for president way back, uh, the minute it looked like that Donald Trump would not get the presidency, uh, he stayed there a little bit, then he faded away. Lindsey Graham and all of his tough talk, he fades away and on and on and on. Kevin McCarthy fades away. Uh, and, and on and on, I could list time and time again, these congressmen and all that. Uh, and so, so what Jeremiah's point was this, what the two years did was reveal who was with President Trump and who isn't with, who is with him and who is not with him. Now, for my selfish reasons, being a huge fan of, uh, Francis Doc Washburn and his, uh, his candidacy for the governorship of Arkansas, um, I tell you what else was revealed. The very spokesperson whom President Trump put on the map, made to where she would never have to worry about making a living again in her life. She goes and fundraises and calls Michael Pence her good friend after she thinks President Trump is done for. 
John Bozeman, senator, after he sees or thinks that President Trump has done for, says that President Trump could well be arrested for his role in January the 6th. French Hill says that President Trump's contention that the election was stolen was a fable and a fallacy. But on and on, these rhinos, these backstabbing betrayers, the people that you think are with you, not necessarily French Hill or even John Bozeman, but it's certainly Sarah Huckabee Sanders, certainly Tom Cotton, certainly Ted Cruz and, and others, many others. But you know what two years does? It shows their colors. It's like a beautiful bride who slips into a coma and she's in a coma for a year and the, for a few months and the, uh, the, the husband is faithful and he's there with her and he's uh, looking after her and caring for her. And then the months turn into a year and he visits a little less and he's a little less caring. Now it's 18 months and he hardly comes over, comes to the uh, nursing home to check on her or to the hospice. In two years, he's now dating somebody else and all of a sudden, she comes out of the coma and she's completely made whole. And you know what has been revealed? What has been revealed, what was there all along is that man was not faithful. That man was a fair weather mate, a fair weather friend. Folks, I'm telling you, there is no better way this could have gone down. Because, uh, and then the second, the second point, brilliant point that Jeremiah made was this. Donald Trump no longer gets to serve two terms as president. He gets to serve three terms as president. He gets to serve the term that he served from 2016 to 2020. He gets to serve the remainder of his term that was stolen from him. And then he gets reelected and he gets to serve a third term. It doesn't get any better than that. Is this far out? It's no further, farther out than, or further out than stealing an election. It's no further out than 2,000 people being paid to visit dropout boxes 20, 30, 40, and 50 times in a night's time. It's no more deplorable. In fact, it's not deplorable at all because it is completely within the bounds of the Constitution. It is completely within the rights and the bounds of everything that is a congressional norm. What a coup. What a play. It is exactly something that Donald J. Trump would do. And I can't wait. I can't wait for it to happen. And so uh, keep your eye out. Keep watching. Uh, we're going to do 20 of the day now and uh, look at it and see what we can uh, find on the Twitter of the day, man. I'm just enjoying the wonderful freedom that is on uh, Twitter. Um, and so 
Brian, why don't you take us away? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Straka, I don't know if you followed Brandon Straka. This is the Red River Your Way, uh, Red River Your Way tweet of the day, brought to you by Red River Your Way. If you're looking for a car, uh, just go to RedRiverYourWay.com uh, and uh, go ahead and pick out uh, the car you want. You can figure out your financing right there, uh, and uh, they will deliver it right to your front door. Uh, Brandon Straka says, uh, Maxine Waters openly called for violence and harassment against Republicans and Trump supporters. If any sitting congresswoman should be barred from reelection because of inciting violence, it should be Maxine Waters, not Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, the wind doctor said, why do we need a vaccine for a virus that carries a 999 a 99.7% survival rate in the first place. Uh, I like this from Kat Temp, K-A-T-T-I-M-P-F. She said, I love it when stores send me emails like, hey, we haven't heard from you. She said, I'm like, bro, I brought a, I bought a dress from you three years ago. What do we have to talk about? How often does that happen? I love Election Wizard. If you don't call, if you don't follow Election Wiz or Election Wizard, uh, he, he's a great follow. Uh, and he says, uh, Kevin McCarthy has to go. Um, Southerner, uh, what gives 1313? Uh, Elon Musk is going to lift the veil on Twitter suppression and politicking, and it's not going to be pretty. Uh, I, um, I had 6,000 followers. Uh, and by the way, I'm at Donnie Copeland on Twitter. Uh, also, I am at um, Donnie Copeland at Gab, and uh, I am going also, uh, uh, I am on Truth uh, at Donnie Copeland as well. Uh, <laughs> Tim Young said the people who deleted Twitter when Elon Musk bought it are the same people who wear masks alone in their cars. Well, that is the, that is the truth. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I'm just so thankful that you joined us tonight. So thankful that you were a part of, um, uh, of, of what we're doing. Uh, somebody made the point and said, uh, well, Trump has already said that he doesn't want to be speaker. Well, obviously he's going to say that and, and he may not want to be, may not, that may not be the play that he, uh, that he makes. Uh, but, it would sure be interesting. That is uh, for sure. That is undeniable for sure. So thankful that you joined us tonight. And uh, and wh whenever you may catch this uh, later in the week or over the weekend or whatever, uh, don't forget to go to the doc, uh, to docwashburnshow.com. Check out all of our advertisers. If you'd love to be a patron 
and drop in a few bucks to help the show. We would love to have you do that. And we, and we are, would be so very thankful. Also, if you'd like to support Doc in his run for governor, you can go to elect, elect.washburn.com. Uh, elect.washburn.com. I encourage you to go to his Facebook page at elect.washburn.com and you can look at all the videos and everything uh, that we've got going on there. I'm so very thankful for all of you. Thankful for Red River Your Way, JustinMintonLaw.com, MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, Jonathan Presswood and Edwards Jones Investments, and then TurnMyPowerOn.com. Uh, for all of their support. And thank you for all of you and your support. Tell somebody about the show. Let them 